Welcome to Phone Sex with Lily Show, where talent in front and behind the camera is showcased and explored. As you can imagine, there are a lot of characters and personalities in this industry. Listen as they share their stories. But first, grab your lube and get comfortable because the guests will unknowingly be subjected to phone sex with a porn star, webcam model, and your host, Lily Craven. Hello. Hello. Hi. How are you today? I'm doing good, but hoping I can do better. Really? Well, yeah. what what do you want to do that's better? Well, I was thinking, uh, we have a little fun here. And uh, why, don't you, uh, why don't you start off, uh, tell me what you're wearing. Oh my gosh. Um, I don't mind if I do. I, I'm, I'm wearing a it's actually a very shiny, sparkly onesie. Yeah. It's baby blue and it snaps in the crotch. Now, I, if your pictures are accurate, you got some, you got some big tits and like, are they, are they struggling to stay in place in, in a one piece there? Oh, not at all. They, they're nice and perky. They're, yeah. They're big, but very perky. Do you like perky tits? Oh, I love perky tits. Wow. Oh my gosh. Well, tell me, tell me what you're wearing. Well, I thought it'd be more appropriate that I'm not wearing anything right now. It sounds to me oh. like you got entirely too much clothing on. I, I was thinking the same thing. Oh, wow. But is it cold where you're at? No, no, it's not cold at all here. No, no, no. Oh, it's freezing here. It makes my titties so hard. The nipples are just like ugh, piercing. Well, I think uh, we can do something to warm you up. Y- you will? Will you oh, yeah. put those big hands of yours all over my titties and start rubbing? Oh, yeah. Rub those oh, big old tits of yours. Oh, massaging them. And uh, I think uh, I'll reach behind you and cup that ass. I'm an ass oh. myself. Oh my, (laughs) I like that. So, so you're saying that, well, let me just get this off. It's, you're right. It's in the way and and I'm feeling much warmer now. All right. Snap it from the bottom there. (laughs) Yes. Will you do it? I can't quite reach it. Yeah. And it's just reach back there and snap that open. Ooh, there we go. You've done this before. I have maybe, maybe slide a finger or two. Around down there. Oh. Now that that's out of the way, mm, that's oh. a sure way to keep your hands warm, huh? Oh yeah, and you're oh, you're all wet already. I I am. I'm a little embarrassed. Why are you embarrassed? I'm just. I don't know. I I get really really horny, and well, I get really really wet. Well, that's a good thing though, because yeah, I guess it is, isn't it? Do yeah. Do you want to taste it? Oh yeah, you want me to? Why don't you just lick your fingers and tell me what uh, you think? Oh, it tastes like heaven. Oh wow, you like it, huh? I do. You're starting to get really, really hard. Yeah, you feel me pressing up against your leg there? I do. Oh my yeah. gosh, yes. You're 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 teasing me. 
Why don't you go ahead and uh, screech down the stroke a little bit? Oh, with my cold hands? Oh, you'll warm up. Get that friction going. I think I will too. (laughs) Here, let me do that. Mmm, those balls. Wow. You're listening to Phone Sex with Lily Show. Wow, that was getting kind of steamy there. (laughs) (laughs) So I have a very special guest here today, and I'm excited about doing this interview. It is Vinny O'Neill, based out of Vegas, adult male performer. Hello, welcome. Hello, Lily. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, you're fun. (laughs) I really am cold right now over here in Colorado. So I was like, oh, I'm going to slip this one in. And my nipples really are hard. (laughs) Was it was I get you excited there for a second? I was because I was thinking, (laughs) oh, he's over there in Vegas. Nice and toasty. (laughs) How's your weather been there? um, Our winter is over. Is it really? So We're just we, getting we, started. We, we we get about four weeks or so of like just cold weather, but now we're in the 60s during the daytime here. Oh, that's geez. that's that's pretty typical in January. We start getting six. We'll even we'll we'll hit 70 before the end of the month for sure. You know, we snow all the way to Mother's Day. I know. <laughs> wow. Now have you always been in Vegas or did you grow up somewhere else? Uh, I grew up out in the suburbs of Chicago. I've been in Vegas now for 13 years. Oh, wow. So Chicago, you know, snow, not, I don't even know that kind of snow. Oh yeah. I know snow. Okay. So you became a male talent. How did you do this? (laughs) Okay. (laughs) It's, it's one of those stories that like I've told it so many times now and, um, and it's, I, I definitely would say that my game, Getting into the industry is a little bit unconventional, so I apologize if it's slightly a, a longer story. So, oh no, please um, do tell. We all have all, very, very unique ways that we. It, that's the one thing about talent is the way they got into the industry is no one has the same yeah. story. <laughs> so, fall of 2018, I have a friend. I, I I wouldn't call her industry; she's industry adjacent. She, uh, for years, has run like a private Snapchat and many vids and OnlyFans and things like that. Uh-huh. But she just mainly is by herself. She doesn't go to industry events. She doesn't work with industry talent. Um, but she does occasionally turn the camera on uh, when she's hooking up with someone or with her boyfriend at the time or whatever else. And uh, she messaged me and she's like, hey, would you mind filming some POV blowjob for my many vids? I'm like wait, you want to come over and give me a blowjob? Yeah. Okay. You know, like, I'll, like I'm going to say no. You're like, and, um, <laughs> yeah. So I, I, I had a really fun time doing this. The first time I've ever done anything on camera and it's just, it was just me holding her phone, you know, while she's giving me a blowjob. Yes. And um, so I, I had fun with that experience. And at the time um, on my personal social media, I followed a lot of different porn stars. I was a large consumer of pornography before getting in the industry there was a model that I was a fan of and that I was friendly with that I had had brief conversations with on Twitter by the name of little Mina she's actually since retired from the industry unfortunately hold on one Um, moment your microphone is cutting out if you can make sure it's right 
in the microphone hmm. when you Why talk. Is- yeah, it kind of yeah. goes in and out the more if you're moving or if it. Oh, okay. So I'll, I'll stop moving. Okay. <laughs> I'm like, I'm, I'm, I was like rocking back and forth there. Oh, yeah, that's probably so. I do the same thing. So. <laughs> Okay. Okay. It's, so, it's, it's attached to my head though, so it shouldn't cut out. <laughs> <laughs> it did. <laughs> so uh, go ahead. And you can pick up so, right where the one you yeah. the the um, adult performance. So yeah, the, the yeah, the, the the model little mean. I was I was um, you know, I, I bought a lot of her content, had had brief friendly conversations with her, you know, just saying, Oh, hey, I really like the scene, I like your work, that kind of stuff. Well, I knew that she did fan shoots. That was one of the things that was all over her many vids of her filming with fans oh, basically like fuck a fan kind of and basically what she would do it is you would pay her rate like a studio and film with her and she would fil- she would record it and sell it on her many vids and you would get a a copy for you like this your own personal use kind of thing nice. um and I, I i i couldn't afford to do the full like you know the, the full boy girl sex scene right there but um I, I was like hey can we do a hand job scene she goes yeah we can do that um, so that was October, 2018, when I had the conversation with her, cause I knew she'd be coming to Vegas in January, 2019 for ABN. Uh-huh. Well, in that three month time period, I said to myself, I'm going to have the one thing that no guy ever has. And that's a reference from somebody within the industry. Now, because yeah. I already followed various models on social media, I paid attention to the things that they said. Like I knew what talent testing was. I knew what content trade was. I knew some of the lingo and terminology. I knew the different websites that some of them used, um, like Sexy Jobs and FetLife for booking scenes. Um, so I got on some sites like FetLife and found threads for people talking about finding people to work with at AVN. And I put out a couple of feelers to people saying, Hey, I want to be shooting my very first scene with little Mina at AVN. Um, I was fortunate enough to find a couple of the people willing to give me a shot. And I went into that weekend with the assumption that this is going to be a one-time thing. I'm going to go, I'm going to have this experience and that'll be it. It's it. I didn't think that anything would actually come of it. Yes. Um, but I, I went, I, I filmed with Mina. I filmed a couple of the people uh, that weekend, I bought a general admission pass so I could actually get into AVN and I walked around and handed out my business card and I just started networking. And um, three months later in April, I was actually running a booth at Exotica with, with eight other talents. And nice. so it's just, yeah, it's just, it kind of just, I, I hit Evolved. the running. Yeah, well, yeah, I, I hit the ground running and I never stopped. That's great. And, and so, like, when, you start off, you kind of like, well, how do I put this? You start shooting and you just know it's right for you. Like you feel it. Well, absolutely. And so I'm, I'm one of those people and I, I have no issue talking about this because I think it's something as, as a society, we need to speak more about. Uh-huh. I've suffered from various mental health issues uh, my entire life. Um, I've been diagnosed with anxiety and bipolar, although I actually, for the first time in a couple of years, actually started seeing another doctor and I may have been, been misdiagnosed. Um, so I'm like so many of us. Yes. Right. And so it's, I, I had a very difficult time holding down what people would call a regular job. Um, where I, I, yeah. And, and, but with this, 
I the the issues I run into with having basically to put up with the other people around me just I'm very sensitive to sound. That's my big thing. So the uh, snapping gum, clicking the nails on the keyboard, all those those background noises that everyone else just tunes out, my brain amplifies them. So yes. I have a very difficult time being out in public. And um, yeah, but anyway, so with, with this, it's like I, I can go in a short burst, be around other people, and then that's it. And I, I'm, I'm free to to work as little or as much as I want. And, you know, True. the more I work, the more money I make, but it's, you know, um, and it's not, and it's not like, oh, I can just sit at home and do absolutely nothing. Anyone that actually, oh, no, 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 no. And anyone that's in independent content creation knows, like, we no, know. <laughs> I, I, for, for, for every minute I spend in front of the camera, I'm spending 10 minutes off camera doing something else related to that one minute on camera. Only yeah. 10? Because I, I tell people, I mean, I am online, I would say between 15 and 17 hours a day, seven days a week. Well, I, I, I'm just talking about related to that one particular scene. So if oh, okay. I film a, film a 15 minute scene with someone, yes. there's 150 minutes that are dedicated to exchanging messages to determine yes. are we going to film? What are we going to film? When are we going to film? The where, marketing. Where are we going to film? Yeah, yeah, and then yeah, and then there, then you're going getting tested for that scene, and then once it's all done, you know, well, then there's there's the time of setting up the lights, tearing down the lights, um, <laughs> editing, you know, yes. ed- editing up. So just that. So if if you're watching a 15 minute scene of mine, I've spent a good three hours doing things related to just making that scene happen, and that's and- why <laughs> that's why stuff is so expensive. Well, at least part of the reason. It you is. <laughs> it's very, it's very costly for a male talent to, um, it, well, a content creator, you know, say you're not attached to a right. studio. Um, it's very expensive for y'all to be shooting because quite often you pay the female talent. So, oh, no. I mean, no. you've oh, got to uh, be making money elsewhere to be able to you know, take on some of those expenses, but then that's 90% is going to be your marketing, promoting, getting a bunch of content, pushing it, you know, it's, um, it's a lot. It's, it's very rare that I'm paying the talent that I'm working with. 99% which is interesting of about you. Content share and trade. Yes. So. Which, which is interesting because a lot of male talent um, struggle getting shoots. Mm-hmm. And that is as far as struggles that you may come across um, that, you know, that are hap- that have happened to you, do you want to share anything that, you know, the struggles you have as a male talent? Well, there's, there, there's a couple of different layers and aspects to that. Uh-huh. So um, I, I say a struggle that all of us deal with, regardless of us being male talent, female talent, uh, cis talent, trans talent, it d- doesn't matter. We, we, we all run into the struggle of, um, you know, there, there, there can be people, and this is, it's not, this is not limited to our industry. There, there's people that are not respectful of other people's time. Um, I've, I've had more than once where everything is set, ready to go with someone. I go out and spend money on a test and the, the morning of, or even like, Oh yeah. Past call time. And I'm finally getting the text message from them saying, Oh no, sorry. I can't make it. And I'm like, oh yeah. What? So I booked, the, I booked the hotel the room. I for, yeah. The flight. And then, but again, that's, that's something that's not unique to me. By no, we all deal with it. And oh, it's, we all, it's just all, mind boggling how yeah. often it happens in this industry. 
Right. Um, yes. And then there's, as far as myself, and I'm, I'm always very conscious of being, hey, I am a cis white male. There's things, my struggles are not the same struggles that other people are facing. They're, my struggles right. are, are, are less than what a lot of other people face. There is definitely a lot of racism still within our industry from both yes. the, both the studio side and the fan side. Like, I mean, the, 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 the hate that people get um, just because of the race, which just doesn't make any sense. I know. Why, why, why does anyone, age. yeah. Why does anyone care? Um, so I, I, I never want to sit here and act like, Oh, woe is me kind of thing because there's certain oh, no. people that, no, no, no. that, that's, that's but you do, you do myself. face a, right, so, a similar kind of discrimination. Right. Well, so it, with myself, there's it, it comes in a couple of different forms. So on the studio side of it, studios like to tell me that there's no market, uh, no demand for uh, BHMs like myself, which is a big, handsome man. It's basically the masculine version of. BHM. So you're saying BHM? Yes, B- BHM, big, big handsome, handsome man. Yeah, big handsome man. Okay, and did um, you create that name, or did? Oh no, no, not at all. Not not. It's, not, it's not an actual that. category, it, it, but it's not a well-known category. And that's oh, because wow. there's, there's a lack of any sort of, again, talking about the studio side of things, studios yes. don't want to produce content with, with BHMs because they, because they claim there's no demand for it. There's no market for it. But then anytime a studio has told me that, I'm like, okay, I'm I'm like, okay, so where is your data to back up that statement? What because you're selling, right? Why ask them like what what content have you produced and marketed with a BHM that didn't sell for you? And they and they never have an answer to that. Um, What about the BBW? Well, so with BBWs, they're they're only within the last couple of years that they Uh started to get that mainstream acceptance uh with sophia rose i believe she was the first one to do a bbw scene for brazzers and even within the popularity on the studio side for bbws they're very much fetishized to this day i i like to say i am a talent who happens to be a bhm not a bhm who happens to be a talent i am yeah and, and 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 i know bbws have faced that same stigma to where they are a performer they want to be treated as a performer they yes. don't want to just be treated as a bbw they don't want to be they don't want to just be relegated to niche sites that are just for bbws oh good point um, yeah right. because that's where the, that's a very good point you have there um right. that they're specifically put into that category although they may have right. other niches and and talents I, I, I've never stopped to think about that. Right. And so like, so the, the, the big name websites you have out the four BBWs, it's, it's all a BBW focus. It's not like yes. they're just being put alongside everyone else. And that's why anyone who looks at my stores, I have never separated out my content. A lot of people will have, um, so I, 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 as much as I can, I try to work with absolutely everyone. With what? I'm sorry. Talent, trans talent, work with everyone. Um, okay. Every, every different type of talent, cis talent, trans talent, skinny talent, BBW talent, um, inexperienced talent, veteran talent, um, you know, obviously 18 plus, but young talent or mature talent. Like I, I yes. don't discriminate and, and I don't separate that content. You'll, you'll see other independent content nice. creators 
themselves will do that. They'll have one store for one time, like especially yes. for the, the cis and trans content. A lot of them will separate that out on the different platforms. I refuse to do that because everyone I work with is equal and should be treated equally. I'm not going to take all of the trans talent I work with and shuffle them off to, to a solely a, a, a trans uh, website or trans or trans store like everyone is the same everyone is equal and i think that's what our industry needs. but more don't of you that. think that's more of a marketing technique is to, to categorize well we have tags for that like i can tag my videos like, when when you go and look at my my videos on say many vids you know what's a cis scene what's a trans scene because it's tagged as such so there, yes, there's there's true. there's 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 no mistakes for that um you know, there's, there's like, if no one can sit there and say, oh, I didn't realize because I, and, you know, um, while I don't separate anybody else, I also don't hide it. I don't, I don't make it, you know, I don't try to. Yeah. You don't sneak a category on someone that does, is not interested in that category. Exactly. Um, And so that, that's what I try to tell studios. And then for the independent content creation side, um, and again, anyone has any right to not work with anyone they don't want to work with. I never want to sit here and say that, Oh, someone has to work with me or anything like that. Um, So there, there are talent that simply aren't interested in working with BHMs because Uh it's something that they're not attracted to. And, and I get that. I I understand that. I respect that. I have no problem with that. Um, For myself, I, you know, Am, am I physically attracted to every single person I work with? No, no, but I, that's I, but, what I was going to ask yeah, you. Like, yeah. who's really but, but, attracted but I, 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 to all right. of them? But I'm, I'm, exactly. Um, you know, uh, and for, for me, my thing is I'm attracted to individuals. Like I don't, I, I don't like labels. So I won't sit here and say, Oh, I'm only attracted to a certain type of person. And it's like, yes, it's, it's, big it's, boobs, it's long hair. Yes. And yeah. Um, cis or trans doesn't matter. I'm, I'm attracted, I'm attracted to, to individuals. And my dog is deciding to bark. Hi dog. Are you, are you done there, <laughs> sir? And he's perfectly fine. You could hardly hear him. <laughs> so, okay. Um, so, so, so you, you, you will shoot across the board and you don't yeah. categorize, but you do tag and which is allowing the consumer to know exactly what they're going to get. Mm-hmm. And do you find that you get most um, like issues with other talent or other, or, or the audience? Um, well, I, it's, I, the biggest thing comes down to what I call the heckler's veto is there's more than a few people I've reached out to said, Hey, personally, I have no issue working with you, but quote, my fans won't like it. And my response to that is get better fans. Well, well, then my thing is like, like we, we, for some reason are in an industry that caters to discrimination in terms of the fan base. Like you'll, 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 you'll have talent that only works with a certain race because they don't want to upset their fan base by working with the uh, with, well, with a different race. That's more yeah, of a yeah, well, niche, just, you know, going into niches, but I, I hear right. what you're saying, but well, just, the thing but just, is, is how many of them have tried to be with a BHM and seen right. that the, the, I believe that the, the viewers and the audience would prefer to see that over someone who is um, the porn star look because right. they can't put themselves in they they can't put themselves in that person's shoes. 
Right. Well, that, that's that's definitely part of it. It's definitely part of the appeal that I have. And, and I, I, I brought that I've I've had this discussion with, with people in the past. It's like, think of all the people watching porn. Yes. More of them look like me than look like your typical male talent. That's and that's true. You know, and can so, I use the word dad bod? Is that something that you ever use? Um, I I think I'm I I'm a little bit big for dad bod. Like I don't think I qualify for that. I mean, if someone would call me a dad bod, that wouldn't offend me in any way. Um, but I, I I think that I'm I'm a, I'm a bit bigger than what would be considered a dad bod. Okay, because I didn't um, know. See, I would say that would fall. It, it's the average Joe at home. You know what I mean? That's that's right. where I I definitely think feel like there would be a more of a connection or having similarities to someone who than a porn star. Right. Well, and, and that, that's, I mean, it, and the, the thing is, that's why I focus so much on my career with working with as, as diverse talent as possible. Yeah. Because by, by, by doing that from the beginning, I have not limited myself to a particular fan base. My yeah, fan base is as, as diverse as my content. And it's my hope that our industry in general starts going in that direction too. And, um, you know, I, I believe I have it on my Twitter right now. I've said it before. Um, yeah, right there on my Twitter, produce diverse content, attract diverse fans. That's the motto I live by with the content that I produce. Yeah. And, um, and do you feel like you, that a BHM has caught up with the BBW? Do you feel like they have made more progress than, than you, than your category? Well, I mean, BBWs, there's still a lot of discrimination that they face, but they've, they've, they've certainly have found more mainstream acceptance than BHMs. Again, you you see uh, Brazzers is producing BBW content these days, you know, they've made uh, more progress. I wonder why that is. Well, just because it's a female, they have been (laughs) vocal. Well, no, 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 no. They, they, they've been vocal and they've been fighting for it, whereas the BHMs have not. And some of the biggest pushback I've received in my efforts to build a more inclusive industry uh-huh. have been from other BHM talent telling me, don't really? waste your time. Don't bother with this. You're never going to be successful. You're never going to go mainstream. And I'm like, well, maybe that's why you haven't, because you have that attitude. Yes. You know? and, 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 and so. I don't really, I can't say I know any others. I mean, is there anyone that besides you, like who else? Oh, there's, there's, uh, Rex Bear. Um, he's up in Canada. Uh Um, uh, Hack Tech Desires. Um, oh uh, yes, I worked with him. Yeah, he, uh, he was actually one of the very first people I met in the industry that, that AVN in 2019, uh, one of the, one of the models I found work with me Amani seduction she was very very kind I, I i i like i like to say that Amani put me through a porn boot camp i basically spent three days with her running camera for multiple of her shoots nice. um, and her and i her, her and i did a couple of scenes together in uh, in trade for that um and so i i got to see her running her porn sets and uh Hectic was one of the gentlemen that she worked with while i was there that weekend he's great uh, Oh, he, he's fantastic. And, and he actually markets himself as, as a BHM, uh, which not all, not, and the, 
that's see that's surprising i i would not have thought of him in that category but then when i stop and think i'm like yeah he's a big dude like i just filmed with him um in miami and i did not um it's interesting how i i didn't put that those two together yeah so good for him for for doing that where where the bigger guys have actually found some more mainstream acceptance is actually Uh in gay porn okay um and in gay porn we're known as bears and chubs they don't really use the bhm term they say chubs it's it's uh chub chubby yeah chubs chubby uh is the terminology they use a lot like if if you if you look at a list of my twitter followers half of them are chub this chub chaser that chub yes i've seen that yeah um and so yeah there, there's definitely and and that's the thing like i've said from the beginning i produce diverse content i attract diverse fans i have a gigantic following in the gay and bi community specifically yes from guys who are chub chasers that's um, great that, that yeah and when i when i first started in the business i actually tried doing pov a lot which with the stomach my size pov doesn't really work but i i was basically i was trying to hide my body and yeah and it really there's no i mean i guess i would understand but that's that's society that made you feel like you should exactly i i, I went into the business assuming no one was ever going to be purchasing my content to see me they were only going to be purchasing it because i, I was working with a model that they were a fan of but True. very early on i started to get feedback not only from gay fans but from female fans saying show your body more let us see you we want to see, like don't just yeah. focus on the other person you're working with you know put some focus on you as well and um and so and i i embrace that fully and um it's, well i think it's, that's it's a definitely problem. made a big difference <laughs> I, I feel like that's an industry issue is that we don't put uh, male talent in the spotlight we don't um you know focus in on him we want to and women that want to watch porn we want to see a hot we want to see some dudes you know we want the big guys we want the small guys we want we want to see men like we do when we watch it that's why it doesn't really cater to women viewers so no, when it, you it have doesn't. women reaching out to you saying show us your body and stuff it's because we want to see men fucking because that stimulates us that's what women do that's why women don't watch porn <laughs> So I know that they're pushing that, you know, a lot of people like Megan Hussey, she's really trying to push that we start headlining and focusing in on some men. So some women viewers are taken care of, you know, our wants and needs and desires are are catered to. And that's something else when, um, as you know, because we've had the discussion when when we first worked together, Uh you know, I I ask every girl I work with, are you okay with oral on you because not, not not every girl likes it not every girl wants oral performed on them because there's just some people that just simply don't like it or to them it's a more intimate thing but for they they have different reasons and i respect all the reasons, yes whatever those reasons may be um but for me that's with my content it's my scenes are not just about me the man having an orgasm i want no woman to receive pleasure as well and again yes. that's something that's lacking in our business yes. um you know a, a lot of the studio porn you look at it's just we're taking care of the men young yeah. fit guys 
they had these young, thick guys pounding these poor girls as hard as possible. Um, but I, I, there's people who like that, though. There, there are, and, and there, yeah. there are people that like that. But it's if if like, and um, so uh, my sister's hot friend series, which I, is by no means uh, a concept I came up with. It's a very oh, common yes. thing. It very, very very common trope within the adult industry. Um, but if you look at uh, any of those series produced by a mainstream studio, the girls are almost exclusively cis, white, and under the age of 25. But that's the vehicle I use to promote my diversity that's showing that everyone is hot. Is So I work with trans talent and DBW talent and uh, by the digital talent, uh, talent of color uh, in that series to show that everyone can be considered the hot friend. Um, Absolutely. And, uh, Didn't and, and, I get and, to be a hot friend? Uh, no, we did ours. An aunt. No, I thought ours because we because we had all that noise. We did a swingers party. Oh yeah, we did. We did. It was the, it was the cheating revenge. Yours was actually oh, like the yes. last, was actually like the last cheating revenge scene I produced because you were doing a series. Right, but I, I had to stop because the because of the credit card processors, the the clip stores and porn hubs. They don't like cracking. blackmail. <laughs> well, it, but it, it wasn't blackmail though. It, that's the that's the thing. Like so, my, like they, they they were labeling my stuff revenge porn. I'm like, no, the female is the one getting revenge on the person who cheated on her. Exactly. Like, but they but they, but they were they were lumping it in. You were my dick to cry on. Exactly, and that we called it that to avoid the cheating revenge thing. Yeah, I saw people yeah. saw. They were like, "Yeah, that's funny." Right. So, because oh. it was my boyfriend that was cheating, and or well, my he, husband, whatever. He, in yeah, the video. yeah. He, he he brought you to a swingers party, and you didn't know it was a swingers party. Yeah, and, and he was and, cheating, and then you right, were my like, dick to cry on. <laughs> yeah, that was exactly. fun. So, like, while well, he. Yeah, so while he was downstairs with the girl, he was obviously there to meet. Like he, he, he was. I remember that he was. He, like you were saying, oh yeah, it was. Oh no, it was my first time. And uh, yes, I'm actually. Doing and he, right yeah, now. he had brought me along. So. <laughs> yeah, so, and, like he knew he knew everybody mm-hmm. there and, and and all that other stuff. So yeah, you'll have yeah. to check that out, listeners. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to take a break um, for our sponsors, and we'll jump right back in. And when we come back, I want you to tell us where they can find you, what kind of projects you're, you have upcoming, and just sort of fill us in on the future of Vinnie O'Neill. All right. All right. You're listening to Phone Sex with Lily Show, and we will be back with Vinnie O'Neill. Hi, you're listening to Phone Sex with Lily Show, and I am here talking to Vinnie O'Neill today, the BHM, big handsome man. Hello. Welcome back. Oh, thank you so much for having me. And I'm, before I'm the break, oh, I'm sorry. I'm having a good time today. I'm glad. I'm glad. I'm enjoying this conversation. And so before the break, we had, I had said, I want to hear about what do you have upcoming? Where can they find you? What's the future of Vinny? Okay. Um, I actually, if it's okay, I wanted to touch on one more thing to go oh, back to what we were saying before. Please. So t- talking about, um, you know, making uh, porn that women can enjoy too. Oh yes. Uh, there, there's a model, there's a model I work with and I, and I don't like to say who just because like I, she, she talked about her experience on the studio side and I don't want to like, like say her name and get her. Yeah, please don't. Anyone. Yeah. Then but, um, um, but she, she, she's, she's very petite. She's someone that 
I was a fan of for a long time before getting into business. And she stopped doing studio work for a while and got on the independent content creation side. And I had the, this wonderful chance to work with her. And after we were done filming, she told me, she's like, I much rather get fucked by a guy with just a normal sized penis like you're like me the uh-huh. rest of her life than ever take one of those studio dicks ever again. Because while she sells it on camera that she's loving every second of it, she secretly hated it. And I, I hear it, that it, a lot. A lot of them are intimidated and not wanting to take well, on, and you it, know. Because again, it, the, the, the videos produced by the studios are just about the male dominance. So it's this tiny little petite girl paired with the most muscular big dick guys possible who just obliterate her. Yeah. And, um, you know, and it's it's not enjoyable for her. And then it's not going to be enjoyable for any females that want to go and watch that. Because, like, again, she's just literally getting pounded yes. into the pavement. And um, and so, yeah, and that's that. So I definitely think that's something that, you know, we can we can start making better quality content that appeals to. A I think audience. that's the word right there is better quality, not necessarily exactly. knocking anybody's preferences or kinks or niches you know because there's people that across the board that do all kinds of things that it yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. i i i never say stop producing x type of content i'm just like what just go produce y's and z type of content yeah the quality yes put get some movie production back into it you know make a film and and it's it's true you know sometimes you shoot things that you you're not forced to do it, but you kind of know in your head or you think you know what sells. Or if a studio is going to hire you for something, you're going to do it because, well, if you want to, you know, you end up doing it. Right. But that doesn't mean the talent is sitting there loving it like her face is showing you. Exactly. <laughs> and and that's that's just the nature of the biz. It is. And, and it's true. Like, I know that from the talent I've ever been around, you know, the females and stuff, I would say almost across the board, uh, maybe 75% prefer a normal size guy mm-hmm. as far as, you know, they're, they're junk in the trunk. <laughs> oh no, right. that's, booty, no, I, right? I, I, no. <laughs> but, um, they do over the, you know, the big, big, big beef stick. So right. now I prefer the big beef stick, but you know, I have some do. That, yeah, but that's do. just a unique niche of mine is the really big, huge things. In fact, I think you fisted me. Um, I think we, you did. Might have. Yeah, I think you did. So <laughs> anyways, but there's, <laughs> but I hear exactly what you're saying about that. It, it's definitely, um, you know, it's a, it's a movie people like, you know, we're not, we're not always loving every second of it, but it would be nice to. Right? I'm, 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 I'm actually looking at it right now. Did I fist you? I, th- I think it was a separate one. Uh, t- I think we did too. Oh, that's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. Oh, and yeah. Yeah, we yeah, did. We did. We did. See? That's right. And so, so that's why I like, you know, that's just because that's my thing. But, but <laughs> most of them would prefer an average size penis. Yeah. And, and that's the good news, guys. And, 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 <laughs> I, I, I think because we uh, not not to derail even further, but I, I think we have a responsibility to promote a positive body image, whereas yes. the, the, the guys you normally see in porn with the 10, 12, 13 inch dicks, they are the exception, not the rule. The average True. penis size around the world is actually Five under six. 
It's like under six inches. Yeah, it's five and yeah. a half. And that's Something. interesting you say that because when any time it comes up about porn stars or men will ask, say, I want to film with you. Uh, you know, how do I do that? Oh, I'm not big enough. It's always, I'm not big enough. I'm not big as those toys. I'm not big as him. I'm not. And you're like, wait a minute. That's just a really little guy with an average size dick. <laughs> that's not well, a, you know, it, it, it portrays this huge image that and it's really not the reality of it there are the ones it's like don't get me wrong i would love to film with brickzilla um but he's like the one it's not like the other talent is not necessarily huge either they're just little guys with really big dicks oh that that, 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 average size dicks and it looks huge on camera that that was something that actually i like getting into this business that that surprised me how, it how small me too how, how small, small they are. how small some of these guys like like and it's small as in terms of short like they're short guys like oh like five, like, like five six 25 pounds yeah itty yeah, bitty they're, little they're, and, and they are literally they have an average size stick and it looks huge on camera and it shocked me i was like whoa like this right. is unique so guys out there you do not need a gargantuan penis to be in porn well and just in general like and, and so that it's yeah guys can watch that studio produce porn and then they they can feel hey i'm not big enough i'm never going to satisfy a woman so therefore yeah. i shouldn't try and so, you get so the- in real life they feel like that they can't satisfy us yet uh, the average person and, and it's i would say more than av- like it's almost everyone you I've slept with is not going to be a huge guy. Like I've been with, I think maybe two that were huge. Right. And so that should tell you right there. That's not the case. Like we are not accustomed to that. Well, and then on the flip side of it, I, and everyone in the industry gets this, but I get a lot of guys who message me asking how to get in the industry. Yes. And one, one of the first things, what would you is say? A lot of, is well, the, the, they, 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 they say, oh, I have a big dick. And I tell them, so yeah. what? So I, I tell, I'm, I'm like, I'm like, that's actually not a qualification. No, it's not at all. There's, there's, there, there, there's a reason why you see studios using the same half dozen guys over and over and over again. Yet they, they have hold their loads. Right. But, but yeah, but yet you have dozens, if not hundreds of different female talents going through those same websites and Even a handful of men and a handful of men it's because it's 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 not the size of their penis is not the biggest thing it's the, their ability to perform it's their That's yeah the, their ability to control it to sit there and keep it hard to jack off in front of other men to or not jack off but rub their shit to keep it hard to right. hold their load and the start stop start stop go yeah. do this for 30 seconds do this for a minute do like you're just not going to go have sex with someone on it doesn't happen like that no it doesn't and it's it's so i i i think if we set more realistic standards for appearance that it'll have a more positive impact on our fan base true Um, but then again that's what makes the industry sensationalized like that's what makes them superstars Right. Well, it's, again, I just I'm I'm not saying this. something above the normal that's right. not like everyone else. Like right. when when we get glammed up, it's the same as throwing on all this makeup and stuff. They say we oh, 
you know, I would never look like a porn star or no, that's all glammed up. That's a lot of makeup, a lot of, you know, tucking and right. tipping. And-, <laughs> right. Right. And, and, and again, I'm, I'm not saying not to do any of that. I, all, all I'm saying is mix in some of the more everyday look yeah. like again, people like myself. It's just um, it's, it's the, it's the diversity in that quality content. That's it, what's needed. That's what exactly. And that, yeah, porn that, that's is awesome. education or can, I know people are going to argue with me about this, but porn can be educational. Like for you to watch okay. it. I learned this from, um, from, uh, Miss Julia Epiphany. She was telling me, you know, you can, people can watch porn and learn like, oh, I like that. Oh, that just turned me on. Like things that you wouldn't normally be exposed to, you know, hey, I want to try this with my partner. In that sense, it can be educational. It can introduce you to things that you didn't necessarily know you liked or how to go about doing it, you know? So having the average Joe the average women, which there is a lot of that out there. That's really, it is good for, you know, people who are watching it that they're not, they have to understand the level of these are the norms. And then up here is the studio level where they're putting on a production, you know, and spending a lot of money to put on that production. Oh, a lot, a Um, lot and a lot of makeup. Exactly. (laughs) But again, it's just, it's, you know, I, I, again, I, I have no problem with any of that it's just I'm, I'm saying is let's blend it yeah um, let's get some more in it's just I, I i i i think it's it's healthy for society and it's not just limited to, limited to our industry you, you see it in mainstream tv and movie productions where it's it's, it's, it's more rep, it's more representation where like to like like one of the one of the big things i see talked about a lot is friends how it's for white people is the main cast and how that's something that they would never do that anymore these days where you Good point. go and you start a sitcom like that where it's for young fit uh white people uh True. as a primary cast for a TV show there's there's a lot of pushback on that and, and rightfully so it's like we need that representation it should be yeah and, but um, back and, then you didn't even think twice of it like it was just the way then. it was yeah there there there's more than a few shows that i enjoyed growing up or you know even early in my adult life that I go back and watch them now and go this is pretty cringy this is pretty bad yeah and Um, you don't and see and that's what forms our opinion as a society you keep going on and you don't even realize that the friends the four you know the wife that you were exposed to a situation that made your you subconsciously see that as the norm the the way it should be and it's not reality yeah, I, or, I, or for myself, I, I'm, I'm still a fan of the show, but uh, for me personally, The Big Bang Theory was a really big show for me because I'm, I'm, a, I'm a nerd at heart, uh-huh. but I, I just rewatched the series a few months ago, and it, it's constant fat shaming and homophobia and all these other things, and it's like, okay, this is bad. This wow. is not okay. This is not, this is, and like, so the things that I didn't think of that I didn't care about 10 years ago, I, 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 that's one thing I've definitely taken away from this industry is I you know have a much that means better we're understanding. Growing. Exactly. We're growing I, as I, a society. I, I have a, a much better understanding and appreciation of the, just the negative ways society in general operates yeah. that people just, 
just it's in and again that 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 that's some of the change I'm trying to bring about to the industry that Good I'm hoping other people other people stand up and say, hey, let's do something different here. Yeah. Um, and and go, so going back to what you what you asked when we came back from the break, what do I have planned coming up this year? Yeah. Um, so I've I've actually taken a step back from my sister's hot friend series. Um, it's it, I did it for two years. Um, I it was very successful, but I'm trying to branch out a little, a little bit more creatively. Uh-huh. Um, one of uh, the the two I would guess you would call you call them series that I'm focusing on right now. Um, and, um, I'm doing a series I call begging for breeding, um, which is, what is it called? I'm sorry, begging Beg- for breeding, begging for breeding. Yeah. So it's, it's, like it. it starts with this, a uh, short, like casting couch type interview, asking the performer, her name, how long she's been in the business. Um, you know, just, just asking her a couple of simple questions. Um, and then and I join them and the focus is they're, they're begging for me to breed them. Begging, it, it's, it's something that I like. I, this is porn. Like I'm producing porn that I myself would watch. Like that's something I would watch. So yes, um, that's kind of something for myself. Um, and then something I, I wasn't able to do it a lot with the sisters hot friends series is um, I'm focusing on producing a series of MILF and mature focused videos which nice. they, 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 they don't, they don't like fit. Like there's no, like the, the sisters hot friend series was, was interconnected story where everybody knew about everybody else. Um, okay. This is more so just like, it's like the friend's hot mom or the hot neighbor or yeah. my, my friend's hot wife kind of thing. Cause there's a, there's a lot of different ways you can go with that. Yeah. Miss um, Parker. <laughs> right. Uh, but it's it, but but the the main focus being is I'm I'm specifically and this is I'm, I hope that you know uh, we can work together this year and this is what I would want to do with you um, awesome. would be, be uh, the hot neighbor kind of thing and and, yes. and again it's just because um, while the milf and mature categories uh, have always been popular within our industry I feel that they've lost their essence like they keep making the MILF younger and younger and younger. They do. They do. It's there, interesting you mentioned I, that. I, I, there's, there's, again, I, I don't want to like, you know, I'm not going to like call anybody out, but there's, there's people that I know, people I'm friends with in the business that they go and they do MILF stuff. I'm like, you're like And they're a teen mom. <laughs> like, uh, yeah. And we, because like MILF these days is no longer the, you know, 30 to 50 year old housewife, the MILF well, the, these days. Well, the woman is, who's raised her kids. They right, yeah, yeah, the, yeah. the, the milk the milk these days is dad is divorced mom and he's got some new hot 22 year olds uh, exactly <laughs> and so it's the stepmom is basically the same age as the male talent if yes. not younger and that's what's being called i'm like no like and so I, what i think what i think that's doing is that's taking people who would traditionally fill fill uh go into the MILF category and pushing them out of their own market. So I'm like, Hey, let's produce some MILF focused content. You know, like, Hey, you, you need to be 35 plus for me to call you in my stuff. Like I'm not going to yes. do a, 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 a hot neighbor or a friend's hot mom with someone who's under 35. Cause it doesn't make any, doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah. Cause um, it's a and- mature uh, experienced, you know, raised her kids. She's selfish. She's thinking of herself now and her sexual needs because she's been exactly. taking care of the family. She's past. It's a certain stage in your life when you hit the mill. Right. Right. And, and so that, that's something that, again, 
my work is all about, I, I want other people to feel represented in my work. I don't want to, I don't want to just go, Hey, I'm just going to go walk around the college campus and try to find all these 18 year olds to film content with. No, uh, uh-uh, no, I just, it's, I, I, the, the people who deserve the, the, to, to, to have the representation, that's who I want to find. That's who I want to work with. And I still, and I still produce it. Like the, the begging for breeding, like I've had everyone, you know, from, you know, models in their twenties to models in their forties in that. Oh suit. yeah. That's because a great category. It, right. <laughs> because it's, it's something that it, it, it's, it's not, you know, age limited. Like it doesn't have to be younger models. It doesn't have exactly. to be younger models. But so, so, but I, so for two years with the sister's hot friend, it was almost exclusively, you know, younger 20 something, maybe thirties because they're supposed to be friends of my sister. Um, Correct. So, so, so now I'm like the, 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 the one gap I have in um, my contents, I want to work with more, with more MILF and more mature talent. And, and to be perfectly honest, I do have a soft spot for the MILF. I have a thing for it. So. Everybody, everybody <laughs> loves a MILF. That is oh, yeah. what I say all the time. Everybody yeah. loves a MILF. You can't go yeah. wrong. <laughs> and, um, and um, I, I don't have date yet, um, but there is um, a new site that is getting up and running um, that'll be produced here in vegas that has reached out to me to be a male talent for them um but i, I can't give any way other details than that but um it, it is something that's hanging yeah well just like just it's it's one of those things it, it's not my project it's not for me to say yes, but I it, understand. It, yeah but it but, but, but it, thankfully it's one of those things that it's it's um i i i know the people who are who are starting it and you know so it's one of those things it's like hey we they know me they know my value. They know my worth. They know, they know your work and how you work. That's awesome. Exactly. Good for you. Yeah. So, and, and, and I'm, I'm, I'm hoping to then uh, be able to parlay that into other projects. Cause that's also one of the, one of the things that I, I've, I've reached out. Cause I, you, you, we're, we're our biggest cheerleaders. Like we have to advocate on behalf of, Oh yes. And uh, that's one of the, 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 the first questions I get from studios I reached out to is, what sort of pro experience do you have? They don't care that I've produced over 200 scenes on my own. No, none of that matters to them. They want to know how much experience do I have on a pro on set. set. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and it, yeah, cause it, cause a, a pro production is a vastly different thing than independent Very content so. creators. It, yep. It's a, it's <laughs> a lot longer, a lot more involved. Like, I mean, when you go to, and as, and as you know, and maybe people listening don't know, you go to a pro shoot, that can be eight hours, 10 hours. Easily. And it's start, stop, start, stop, start. Yeah. You know, there, there's, there's the, the makeup and the setup and you got to do the pretty girl photos and you got to do the sex photos and you, yep. then you actually, then you actually have to film this scene. And then um, the, j- just doing the consent and paperwork be over an hour sometimes. <laughs> yeah, um, I, right. I, 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 I was actually, a non-sex I had a non-sex role I actually for dog fart for their uh-huh. watching, my, watching my daughter go black series right where, where I played the dad watching daughter go black basically oh um, nice yeah and like so like you know the 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 the, the process just it like you know setting up the camera and asking me you know do you consent to everything happening here are you of sound mind and body filling out the paperwork like I didn't even take my clothes off and that whole process they they, they do they, they there's things they do both before you shoot and after 
Yes. Like that, all that took like an hour just for me. And I didn't even take my clothes off. Yeah. And you're like, <laughs> you know? and I wasn't even fucking yeah, exactly. <laughs> a piece of ass out of yeah. it. <laughs> I mean, it, it, it was definitely some of the most fun I've had. Like, wait, you want to pay me to sit on a couch and shout dirty things to this girl having sex next to me? Yeah, okay. it's a great experience, <laughs> though, to be on a set and oh, yeah. really understand uh, I, how they do it. Yeah, and, and I had a lot of fun. Like, wait, I'm getting paid to sit on a couch and shout dirty things. Yeah, kidding. what a great <laughs> That's awesome, dude. You know, of, of, of course, I love being a talent, and I, I would have loved to have been the talent that day and everything. But still, it was just like, okay, I'm just going to sit here. And, and, like, I had a lot of fun working for them. How but, yeah, fun. But, but, but I, I was on set that day. Um, I mean, I got there something like that and we, we weren't done they started at 7 a.m <laughs> and, and when, when i got there by at noon the the the, the female talent she'd already been there for hours going yep, makeup, makeup and wardrobe and, 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 and everything else and um so yeah I, I was on set for like seven hours that day and um again I, I didn't even take my clothes off but i still i was still was still seven hours that you know that i had to be there yeah <laughs> now where can so. they find give us some links where can they find your work Okay, so um, I'm, I'm gonna spell my name for everybody because I, I decided to use like the uncommon spelling of both. Yeah, that's yeah, it's, that's good. <laughs> you probably regret that, huh? Uh, no, because it makes me unique. So um, okay. it's it's Vinny V I N N I E O'Neill O N E I L L. There is technically an apostrophe between the O and the N. But it doesn't work for links or usernames. Exactly. Like, the, the internet doesn't like apostrophes. So just type no. in Vinny O'Neill without the apostrophe. You'll pretty much find me. Uh, I'm on many vids. I'm on OnlyFans. I'm on Twitter. Um, I'm, on, where, I'm on Clips for Sale. I'm on Loyal Fans. Those are, those are my primary ones. Is it I, all I, Vinny O'Neill or is it? Uh, it's all, it's, uh, uh, it's, um, Vinny O'Neill triple X on okay. Twitter and OnlyFans, um, but if if you just Google Vinny O'Neill, you should come up because I'm, yeah. I'm also on Pornhub. Um, you, you should you should come up with my links. I I've been doing this long enough now that um, you know I I because the only other really Vinny O'Neill I found online is there's some TV show that I guess has a character with that name or or like a similar spelling and. Um, uh-huh. The Ireland ambassador to Jordan is uh, Vincent O'Neill. Um, <laughs> with, with the same spelling. <laughs> wow, that's wild. Well, um, I, I really appreciate you coming, talking to me. Um, great conversation. I'm glad you opened it up, you know, to make people aware of, of what's still going on, you know, this day and age. If it's not one thing, it's another. But um Let's let's give let's give our BHM some audience and, and a chance because I think I think you're doing very well. Um, I enjoyed working with you. You're very professional, and I I just can't thank you enough for coming in and bringing this issue to um, my show and just chatting about you know the fun stuff in the industry. Oh yeah, and I'm, I'm thank you so much for having me. It's a uh, great catching up and uh we'll, we'll definitely have to do something this year we'll oh yeah for sure and, uh, and you have an bring, upcoming bring interview um with uh bobby lucas from the sto smokers lounge so have a good time with that you guys got to catch I that feel. interview as well 
and we will be signing off now. Thank you again. All right. Thank you, everybody. Thank you. Thank you for having me. All right. Thank you, Vinny O'Neill. And you're listening to Phone Sex with Lily Show. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode of Phone Sex with Lily Show and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share with others, post about it on social media, or leave a rating and review. To catch episodes you may have missed, go to Spotify, Anchor, or SkyhawkAfterDarkTV.com. Simply type in Phone Sex with Lily Show. For the latest from Lily, you can follow her on Instagram at real underscore Lily Craven and on Twitter at Lily Craven XXX or message on Facebook at Lily.Craven40. Thanks again. Until next time. <laughs>